Take it away. We did it, baby. <laughs> I mean, welcome to Sports Panther. We're jumping right into it. I mean, good lord, let's uh, hot off the presses, hot off the presses. Juan Soto to the Padres after, you know, what Mr. Peanut and the Polar Bear, I mean, we, let's just put it this way. We put this trade into motion based <laughs> off of that's what I was gonna say too. Based off of our comments last week regarding this whole trade, I mean, dude, we pushed the Padres into it. Come on. I literally can't believe the day that we've had today. Oh my god. Remember last year how awful this day was? Oh. And if that day didn't go that way, then we wouldn't have today. And I that's what's so insane. It's it's just I I can't even grasp at the words, if you will. Woo! It's I had a moment today of disbelief, and I, it, but the level of disbelief where you're like, this is like I'm in an alternate universe. Like this never happened. Right. Juan Soto, Josh Bell. The most epic trade in the history of the San Diego Padres. And like you said, last week, it was more more the same. More the same jargon. More the same vibe of, here's what needs to happen, but you know it's not going to happen. Right. It fucking happened. <laughs> That's the easiest way to put it. I mean... You know, we've suffered as Padres fans and and this this trade, you know, it, it I don't know about you, but how much social media was blowing up. Oh, my God. It was I, mean, I, I was having I, I saw people on Instagram and Twitter that I honestly didn't even know were Padre fans and they're dropping the Juan Soto trade. And that in itself speaks volumes at. You know, those outlying Padre fans or even, I mean, just baseball fans in general about how just the magnitude of this trade has affected, has shocked the the, oh. the, the, the league. It's literally unbelievable. Right. It is unbelievable that this happened. I mean, literally leading up to the trade, Twitter is bananas. Right. I knew that based on last year alone when we – we're close to acquiring Max Scherzer, and then that turned into the Dodgers getting Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. I mean, so that immediately eliminated all the trust I had in social media. Correct. And based on that experience last year, I'm going, I'm going in this year with where it's not going to happen, and until it happens, I'm not going to do anything. But then there's the reports everywhere. It's like the Dodgers have the best offer. The Cardinals have the best offer. The Padres are in the lead. And then it just keeps switching, and I'm going, how is this going to shake up? Literally, right. waking up today, I, I didn't have any reason to believe that we were going to make that trade happen. We were in the, the top three. I knew that. But we to actually not. make yep. it happen is insane. So it gets to that point of like, okay, this is happening, actually. Yeah. Eric Osmer has a no-trade clause that – at the time, I'm going, if he says no, does that, like, crush the deal? And then that's what's going to kill me? And I go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't do this. I literally can't do this. We've made it to the finish line again. Right. And now 
Hosmer has a no trade clause for some reason. Because that's what we had to do to get people to come to this team in 2017. That's why. I understand why he had it. So then I'm waiting on the confirmation because it sounded like the Padres were going to try to negotiate with him. to. Uh, and I'm going, well, if a team is openly has an agreement to have you traded, like why would – it doesn't make sense to come back anyway uh, because now it's out there. Like we have tried to trade you and now need your approval to trade you. Right. And if you don't accept it and you just stay on this team, like the Padre fans are going to be rabid. Rabbit rioting in the streets if you stop this deal. Oh, yeah. But then the agreement, or not the agreement, the no trade clause, like I'm waiting for them to sign off so the deal's official. And it was, it was like an hour of just like, oh my God, there's no confirmation. This is exactly like last year. I'm freaking the hell. I'm freaking out. I was freaking out. Right. It was, I mean, it was during that, again, I was kind of in your, uh, boat if you will for social media i was trying to stay off it you were my social media notification if you will (laughs) and um but as i started hearing you know the the murmurs if you will and then it becoming an explosion of information and it was amazing and again i was in the same boat of you uh boat with you as eric hosmer and what's going on like how could that affect it and what really i found interesting and Again, maybe I just have never noticed it in previous trade deals, but they traded him to Washington and then he vetoed the trade. And now he's getting everything that he's owed, which is, you know, we're going to pay you to get the fuck out. Let's just do that. But also he's going to the Red Sox, which I mean, the Red Sox, I don't care, but it's just, man, you, you, my question is, is who like, did he choose to go to the Red Sox or were they like, Hey, I veto the trade and I'm trying to go here. I I I didn't get that. Yeah. So that was the point of he actually exercises the no trade clause. And I wasn't, I I had read something earlier that before he had uh, said no, that, that established that even if he says no, that the deal was still going through. But what that ended up meaning was he absolutely screwed over Luke Voigt. Yeah. Because he, he exercises the no trade clause. And Grant, Washington is a disgusting organization. Yeah. They are bottom of the barrel right now. But, you know, they won the World Series a couple years ago. So they're they're allowed to be in the bottom of the depths of hell. But anyway, Hosmer doesn't want to go. So, But they still need that major leaguer. So instead of Hosmer just accepting it and Luke Voigt being on the Padres still, they had to pick someone else. And Luke Voigt ended up being that guy. So... How much does Luke Voigt hate Eric Hosford now? <laughs> right. I mean, dude, you weren't even a you weren't even a footnote in the conversation, and now you are a part of this whole deal. Absolutely brutal. Right. And you know what? Dude, that shows you that shows you exactly who Eric Hosmer is. And you know, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, you're a major league baseball player. You always want to look out for yourself. I hate to say that. But it also shows, like, okay, I mean, you know, it shows how much Eric Hosmer just didn't really give a shit. And his play and his attitude showed that, you know. I can't – I'm not going to go that far with it. But, I mean, if you're getting traded to the last place team, like, that makes sense. I get it. You don't want to go there and move cross country or whatever. But at the same token, 
if you know that they're going to have to pick someone else off of your team to, you know, take your spot, essentially, I think that it does change some things. But, you know, again, it's you can argue that all day. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that Eric Hosmer is gone. And right. that's better. That's almost better than getting Juan Soto. <laughs> and Juan Soto is in. Juan Soto, like 23-year-old superstar. And Josh Bell's no slouch either, who's going to be the new first baseman. I, I mean, love that, by the way. Our, our world, there's no way I thought this episode would be this. This trade deadline, we've just, Preller, you got to build the statue like yesterday. Now, yeah. Well, yeah. now, because it happened. But, um, I mean, he literally, now we have an actual chance. That's the part I love the most. We have a legitimate chance of competing with the Dodgers, Mets, Braves. We are in that now. And even if we made this trade happen and it doesn't work out, honestly, I don't care. I don't care because we've put all our chips in the middle. We've made the big trade happen. We've got we've gotten better. We've got a better closer. Like we this trade deadline, he literally did everything that we could have done to get better. Right. I I think, you know, while you're talking about it and we're talking about all these trades and things like that and, and, and the results of this trade deadline is I think as Padre fans, and I think I may have said this last week, all we want is to, sh- we want the organization to show us fans like we're we are willing to do everything we can to get, a world series ring on your finger and the trade that Preller did today and yesterday, it it shows that he's trying to build and create a winning organization. Now, I I love what you said, like, don't get me wrong. I think our immediate result is we want wins and we want those wins to turn into the opportunity to go to the world series. If that happens, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. God, you know, it, God would grace us with a winning of the World Series. That would be great. But what this trade, this whole trade deadline and what happened during it, it shows that, hey, A.J. Preller himself has, like you said, put all the chips in the center of the table and said, look, this is this is the scheme that I think you guys can use to win a World Series, if not this year, but potentially next year where our guys just grow and dude, think about it. I mean, it, it opens up the possibilities for so many things. We have Tatis for a full season next year. You know, I'm, I'm already thinking like the future of the team, but again, I, I, I guess I'm just at a loss for words of what the immediate results are. I mean, shit, they went what they 13 to five this afternoon, like come on. And then they got a double header today. I mean, let's I mean, 13, I mean, I'm just going to talk off this. If 13 to 5 doesn't show you, mind you, it's the Rockies, but 13 to 5 doesn't oh, show you. Hold on. The Rockies have been absolutely whipping our ass right. all year. That's, so that's, we, owe, we owe them. They're no that, slouch to us. They only beat us. That's what I was, that's exactly what I was about to say. If 13 and 5 to the Rockies, like, it's the Rockies, but they whooped our ass. And it also shows, like, did it not bring a little life to the boys? Like, I mean, oh, the spark, the spark was undeniable. 
And then if you're Voight or Hosmer, I mean, that's a, it's already a brutal day. But then the squad goes for 13 runs and, like, 17 hits. I mean, come on. There goes that black cancer out of there. Get him out. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's just it's just amazing to actually – this is the first time in our true fanhood that we've gone – our team has gone all in. We've gone 1,000% all in. We gave up a lot for – a lot of the future for these guys, which I'm all for, which I was talking about last week. And what I said last week to this, this is a franchise-defining trade deadline. And what right. did we do? We took everything that we wanted and got a little more. I mean, the lineup now, oh, it's bananas. I mean, Tatis is coming back eventually. Machado, Crony, Soto, Bell, Alfaro, Profar went, uh, he had five hits, I think, in the first game today. He went five for six. If you're giving Soto, Machado, like if you're putting those guys around each other, that makes pitching astronomically harder for teams. Because if you're trying to, which was honestly, that was Hosmer's struggle when he first got to the Padres because there was nobody around him. So they never had to throw him any strikes. If you got the next stud after the next stud after the next stud in the same lineup, I mean, it's proven with how the good the Dodgers are. I still don't think we catch them in the NL West, but I mean, I'm a thousand percent more confident in that matchup now than I was prior to this trade. I mean, there's no question about that. Plus the spark that these guys are going to bring and just the overall attitude of these trades is exactly what we want, which is we're going to try to win this thing now. Now is the window. Now is the time. That's why these guys are here to join with you guys. Let's make this happen. I mean, just what really amazes me too, and I, I'm glad you brought up, you know, having more of those stronger hitters in the lineup. What helps with that is, you know, you get runs on the board as a thing of your pitching staff, right? All right. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm a, our guys have got three runs up right now. It's three to zero. I'm a little bit looser at the mound. Mind you, I'm still trying to close – I mean, I'm still trying to throw a good game, but I don't have that pressure of, fuck, it's four, It's the fourth inning and it's 0-0 zero, zero still. Like, I, I need – I any defensive error and or a massive hit, this could change the game. And now, now we have Machado, Soto. I mean, we get Tatis back, getting that lineup just dialed in. Like you said, Profar's going off. Crony is just a consistent weapon there. And – it just, I, I'm I'm so excited to see how much this affects not only our batting but also our pitching and just the the liveliness of the team and saying, guys, we 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 have an opportunity here to really be a cohesive team where it's not, hey, we're relying so much on our pitching just to be you know lights out and then batting like, hey, can we try and get you know four runs here you know throughout the whole inning? Now, nah, I mean. I mean, look at it, 13 to five. I mean, if I'm a pitcher and I'm getting those kind of runs, I'm going, man, all I got to do is throw some good stuff, keep the inning, get, keep the score low, and we are good. And, and that's what really I'm, – I'm, I'm really, really excited to see all of that. Yeah, a couple of things off of today's game uh, after the trade. We were down 3-0 at the beginning of the game. 
with Darvish out there. So immediately it's like, uh, are we are we dead in the dirt? Are right. we not going to respond now? Or is that still our identity? But I think what we saw, and all uh, obviously these guys aren't here yet, but what we saw, which is the result of the thirteen to five win, is kind of a different mentality of like, right. let's let's string some hits together. Let's, uh, you know, put together good at bats and let's let's try to help the pitcher out in a different way. Right. Right. And so. But what I'm really trying to say is Profar gets five hits. Kim gets a career-high four hits. Everyone on the team had a hit in that game except Machado, who's been carrying this team the entire year. So it's like finally it wasn't, oh, okay, Manny's up. Like, let's see if he hits a home run so we can get on the board. You know what I mean? Like, it was a completely different vibe of that game, which is, I mean, it's great to see because when you bring in a guy like Soto, when you bring in a guy like Bell, like it's only going to help the other guys around be better. Right. So the potential of the team is really like, who knows? It is, it is probably a world series. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's the only reason why they're here is because they're, they're that caliber of player that can right. take us to that next level. Right. And I think what we mentioned last week was if we don't make moves and if we don't get Soto, that we're going to be always here when we need to be here. And that's always been the discrepancy between the Dodgers and the Padres, which is who you have to go through basically. Right. And, you know, during this whole thing, especially this morning, I was thinking about it, you know, when you texted me, the first thing that came to my mind is, you know, as this is all kind of, you know, coming out is as Padre fans, like myself and you and the rest of us, when has our team made such a splash like that Never. in our history? And, and yes, the Machado thing was huge. And, you know, the Tatis thing was huge. But in a trade deadline to make that kind of impact where the whole major league is talking about your team, I, as a Padre fan, I've never experienced that. And, it, it, and mind you, last year – excuse me, during this time, we were being talked about like, oh yeah, sure, sure, going to the Padres, hey, blah, blah, blah. And, and, it, and now we're on that, you know, receiving end of this just gold ticket. And it feels, it feels so different. And it's, and we're, again, we're, look at how we're talking right now. We're talking about a 13 and five win today. It's one win. We don't even have the guys on the team playing. And we're acting like this is the, this is it, but that's what this kind of trade and these kind of moves has a, as effect on us as fans. We want this shit. We want to be talking about our team constantly. We don't want to be how you and I were last week going, we are fucking over them. <laughs> and, you know, we want, even with the bad and the good, we want to talk about our team. And this, I, I mean, we could talk about it at length and it just is so shocking. And we are two perfect examples of what every authentic Padre fan is feeling right now. And I love it. I love no, it. This is literally, and I think I said at the beginning of the episode, but this is literally the first time that we have been the ones to get that player and the dog right. or Cardinals or Mets or, you know, one of the big market teams did not get. This is literally the first time that we've won the sweepstakes outside of Manny Machado signing with us, um, outside of Tatis turning into a superstar. 
which uh, what you touched on, which were essential parts of this team, but that was still in the growth of Correct. the team that's come to be in that 2020 team that actually made the playoffs. And now was the first or second opportunity to make that big splash. And right. now we get to reap the spoils of we it happened. And right. it's it's shocking, it's amazing. It's still even when it happened, I was like, is this real? Is this is someone gonna tweet? Uh, you know, just getting the Dodgers threw in sixteen prospects and right. uh, and a house for Soto and that's that. No, yeah. It just well, turned out that he's coming here and and the city is gonna be so electric now. I mean, what you were touching on and what would have happened last year, but I'm glad it didn't because if we did get Scherzer, we traded our top guys, we're not getting Soto and Bell. Right. Like that's just a fact. Correct. Which as much as that sucked, it's it's amazing how much a diff uh how much of a difference a year can make. Um but yeah, so with Soto and Bell coming in, like those games, those home games, his his debut, I mean, it's gonna be packed, it's gonna be sold out. Could be a Tuesday night game that might would be the first game. Um, I don't think it is. I think it'll be like Thursday or something. But I'm saying if it was like a Monday night game, I think it would be sold out because that's gonna be the energy around this team now and we're gonna push as a city to keep the wild card spot, hopefully overtake the Braves, hopefully close the gap in the Dodgers. But now we've taken what we've we've taken a massive leap in terms of mentality and talent. And now it's like let's just go out and win this shit. I I agree. I, I think what I love and what, what better place to be. Right. <laughs> I love what you said about, you know, you know, Max Scherzer. And, you know, if we, if we gave, if we got Max Scherzer last year and we gave up everything we had, we would not have gotten Soto. And, you know, I was, you know, again, like I'm reading articles today when I have some time, my biggest thing I'm thinking about is if we get Scherzer and we don't have Soto now, I don't think I'm as excited this season because of let's just say we had Scherzer right now and we are performing the way we've been performing. It's a wash. It's like, okay, great. Yep. Well, then plus if we had traded for Scherzer, we would have had to have signed him as a free agent because he went, he's on the Mets now. So right. Like we, it wouldn't even been guaranteed that we kept him. So exactly. Hindsight. And we were so expressively pissed off that that did not happen. So thank God that we're not in charge of these decisions. <laughs> Correct. That's why you and I are sitting right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, I think, I think now we're, I, I don't know. I, I think at the, I don't know. Again, I'm at a loss for words. We're a stronger team. We're a happier fan base. We're a more excited fan base. Like you said, I mean, even if it's a Tuesday night and it's his first game, I, people are going to the game. They want to see immediate results. And look, you know, guys are going to need a little bit of time to get into the groove of things. But once he gets in and, and they both get dialed in, I, I'm excited. I mean, oh, sky's the limit, baby. We've gone from, and this is no disrespect to Nomar Mazzara because I am a big fan, but we've gone from Nomar Mazzara in right field to Juan Soto. Oh, no. Just think about that for a second. He's going to be playing next to a big Carl's Jr. head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. What, what more do we even want to talk about? I mean, the guy is going to be on our fucking team, Mr. Peanut. Another aspect of 
this happening is the props you have to give to AJ Preller. And I don't think I think we were, you know, talking about the team and how it's gonna affect the team the most, but touching on the Preller statue, but wow. For a moment that was huge in his career as GM, president of baseball ops, just like literally like this was the deadline. And if we had struck out and got like Joey Gallo, then he would have an expiration date on his contract. And people would th- it would change how people feel about him. And that's just the nature of the beast when you're in that position. But my God, did he step up to the plate and just dominate the trade deadline? We are literally the one team that is massively, massively upgraded from the trade deadline. Other teams made trades, but I mean, we got a new closer. We have a new right fielder. We have a new first baseman. Uh, we also got Drury from the Reds, who's having a all-time year. So I don't know what we do with him, but he's you know batting two seventy. So we've done, we've completely revamped the roster, so to speak, while keeping the most important pieces around. Like we gave up pretty much only prospects and Hosmer and Voigt for that whole package. I mean, we gave up Rogers and Lamette, but that's like. Yeah, we'll let those guys go because that wasn't working out. And we'll take Hater. So just massive, massive credit to the Prowler and Prowler and Co. Right. And I was I was reading again, this has been my point of all baseball news for the past week. And I was reading a couple articles and one article literally talked about <clears throat> Prowler. And I think like at the very last sentence of the, you know, analyst of who's getting so Soto, it, it read something along the lines of like Padres have a very scary manager to where he can make a huge splash, you know, and, and he did it. And he's a guy like, I'll be honest, a trade that a trade like the Soto trade that he just achieved will set Preller up for the rest of his life. As somebody that any team really, hey, you know what? We're looking for, we're looking for a guy that come can come in and revamp our team. Honestly, send him to the Orioles. I'd love it, you know. But <laughs> I got him on my team right now, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of that Preller, you know, dynasty, if you will. And, and it, it just again, I I got to tip my cap to the guy and. Thank you for being able to bring back that love and that, you know, he showed us fans that he's committed to our success and, and dude, as, as a team. And I love that. And I, you know, tip my cap plus one for the Preller man, you know, I mean, that's, that's a very, uh, very solid point. I would say that the transformative nature that when he got the Padres to where we are now, it, is unfamiliar territory. I'm new to this. I don't know what having Juan Soto, Tatis, and Machado is like on one team. But we're here now. <laughs> and it's we have one of the most exciting teams in baseball, if not the most exciting. So even like we were saying, even if it doesn't work out, it's like I get to turn on the TV every night, so to speak. And these guys are going to show up and play for our team rather than right. – I mean, if you named some of the Padres from the past, most of the listeners, if if you weren't in on it, wouldn't even know oh, who yeah. I'm talking about. I could literally make up a last name, and sure. it would probably be one of the guys that we had. 
So to go from that to where we are now is a true credit to, uh, you know, what he's done with this franchise. And that's provided us with fuel going forward, baby. Unbelievable. I love it. All right, Sports Banter. Uh, this is literally heavily, heavily based Padres episode because we had a historic day, damn it. Historic. Juan Soto, Josh Bell to the Padres. I mean, I have been smiling oh, all day. I have a headache from smiling all day. <laughs> Our episode last week resignated. And can you believe that everything that we needed to have happened happened? That's right, baby. It happened. Again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, sports banter pushed this trade <laughs> through the finish line. Oh, my God. So, the, I mean, the rest of the season – is just going to be electric. Every game matters. Every game counts. You can best believe Dodgers series have a whole new meaning that have oh, taken yeah. on. And I'm pretty sure they play either this weekend or coming up. So, I mean, if that's in San Diego, I'm going to we're going to have to discuss getting down there because <laughs> there's a lot going on. There is. But we are fired up for the pause, man. The podcast is going to enhance dramatically from this trade <laughs> AJ Preller the go wherever you are dinner's on me buddy figuratively but yeah. <laughs> but for episode 17 we out see ya